0: The following program is intended for mature audiences.
1: Warmest aloha, sir.
2: Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Do to you too?
3: He's so holly he doesn't even know he's holly. I'm tempted
4: to say manehumi.
5: Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> or chip on something.
4: What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung
5: problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad. Right, What? I don't
3: smoke weed. Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy.
2: What we're about to say? See, we're on a mission, trying to find a way. If you.
0: Welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the Poor Man.
3: And I'm Dr. Aloha. And
0: we just came into Jaro Loco. Welcome to my island.
3: Awesome. First thing
0: we're going to do is we're going to put out a happy belated birthday to Stevie B. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: that what you call him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy <laughs> birthday.
0: All right, happy birthday. Happy birthday. We'll just say Steve B. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have a few Steves. We just want to know whose birthday it is. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get right into latest COVID news because it is very important. Um, Here's a couple of things we're going to go through. Must have a negative test now in hand when you get off plane and enter any Hawaii airport or 14-day quarantine for you. It's even gotten stricter now.
3: Yeah, so we mentioned this was coming in the last podcast, but it is here now.
0: Yeah, we thought this was going to happen eventually. Mm -hmm. Here it is. So pretty much when you do your last leg of the trip and you take your test, let's say, and you get to Hawaii and the test hasn't come in yet, too bad, 14-day quarantine.
3: And then the next... That's devastating. It is. And the next thing you're going to mention is even more stressful. Oh,
0: boy. So the largest provider for COVID testing for Hawaii just pulled out CVS. Their statement was truthful and brief. We have far more important people to be testing in this country than leisure travelers to Hawaii. <laughs> I mean,
3: you can't argue with <laughs> no, that.
0: No, I mean, yeah, but what is up with leisure travel right now? It's every, insane.
3: But everybody uses CVS. I mean, that's going to hurt big time.
0: It is. The, the thing is that they're, you know, the, the cases on the mainland are exploding to what, like, I, what's crazy is back in March, it was like absolutely horrible when it was 50,000 cases a day. Now we're up between 200 and 300,000 a day. I know, it. So CVS is jammed over, and all these other testing places are just going crazy right now. And they just don't see the use to be doing tr- leisure travel right now. And they don't understand why people are traveling at all right now. But people want to come to Hawaii still. Yep. Although it's not many, people um, are coming. People are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of recent. Increases in COVID cases on Kauai, the mayor has opted out of the pre-travel program and has put in place the 14-day quarantine for all travelers.
3: So you can't show a negative <sighs> test in Kauai. It doesn't matter, yeah. It doesn't matter you quarantine anyway. You
0: quarantine. So if you plan on guys going plan on going to Kauai, there's no way out of anything. You're going to the 14-day quarantine. So mm-hmm. skip Kauai. <laughs> oh, and here's another one for you if you're going to Hawaii Island you are now required to take a second test at the airport when arriving so you have to have your first one when you come to Oahu, and if you end up going to the big island when you go over to the big island you have to take another test at the airport it's required now you can't just decide that you're going to take it or not.
3: So even if it's just a connecting flight and you don't actually like stay yep. in Oahu, yep. it doesn't Second matter. Test. You just have to take two tests. And you know it's really funny. It was like this initially, and then they loosened the guidelines, and it became optional. And now it's back again. Yeah. So
0: we talked about that. This is fluid. It's things are going to be changing on a daily basis. So right. although we can tell you guys information and what's going to happen, you know, in a week it could change. So we don't know. Now they're now the CDC. What did you just bring up today?
3: That they're recommending the quarantine period be reduced from 14 days to 7 to 10 days if you're not showing symptoms.
0: Enough already. (laughs) I mean, you know... This is, I mean, let's. It affects children, doesn't affect children. It affects old people, doesn't affect doesn't I know. It affects, it affects oh, yeah. You,
3: <laughs> it just changes I'm, constantly. I'm so sick of it. You're I'm so right. sick of this it's in general. It's fluid. Fluid's a good yeah, word for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just up and down, back and forth, and we can only provide you the information that we're getting that's, that's today, and that's yep. the best we can do. Tomorrow, it could change for by sure my ne- next podcast it could change
3: it has been changing every podcast I know it's crazy
0: <clears throat> these are huge blows to Hawaii's recovery it's it's you know it's all playing out just as we kind of planned I mean not that we kind of planned, but the way we expect- <laughs> I know but it is the size it yeah it's kind of like the way we said it was going to happen and this shouldn't be any shock to anybody I'm just honestly happy that everyone has been listening to our advice The situation of the virus is just too unstable right now, and traveling to Hawaii right now is just, I don't, some people are doing it, although it's come down a lot, and it has even gotten less now. Hotels have been saying that they're going to lose millions more because people had made plans to come, Mm -hmm. and now they've all canceled. So So now the hotels that had plans of making this much money in the next month or two, they're losing millions now from that. So I don't even know how they're staying open.
3: But I do wonder, I mean, Christmas time is coming up, the holiday season, and I just wonder, I feel like people might be coming anyway.
0: People may be coming? Yeah. I just don't know. But I mean, I know for a fact that from people that are inside the hotel business... Some resorts are going to open in December. Some resorts are not going to be opening until later on next year, like April or later. Oh, I know. So there's a lot of resorts. You're going to have very limited amount of resorts to uh, pick and choose from. And putting in the quarantine and all the testing, all these things that you have to do, like we talked about last week, it's kind of like, I, I kind of don't want to talk about this anymore now. Yeah, let's move on. So because we're going to go be doing all Christmas podcasts the next month. Well,
3: maybe if something drastically changes, we'll mention it. But otherwise, I agree. Let's keep it positive and fun for December.
0: Yeah, so if something drastic does happen, then we'll bring it up if it's an emergency. But other than that, we're going to keep it completely positive and uh, go from there.
3: Sounds good. All
0: right. So I wanted to mention uh, the delay on getting this podcast out. Actually, it was simply a very busy week. Lots going on. The the holiday, we went uh, Christmas tree shopping. Uh, then decorating and also dealing with the printers for not only the Aloha Life hats and shirts, but also my nonprofit hats and shirts. We hope to have hope to have it out later on in the month. Hopefully, yay! I mean, it's 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 been crazy, but see, I don't I don't really talk about what's going on with the nonprofit, but we've been doing this. You know, we're going to be talking about all volunteerism today and everything, mm-hmm. but. You know, just talking about the shirts and hats. At the same time, I'm doing the Aloha Life shirts and hats for the podcast for all you guys. We're also doing a bunch of stuff for uh, the non-profit. So I'm like multitasking and it's getting and it's becoming very difficult. It's a lot at once. Yeah, because I'm getting confused between the shirts we're doing for the podcast and our patrons. And what's going on with the... I mean, I'm I'm producing... I can't even hundreds and hundreds of shirts and hats and I'm just getting so
3: confused. Right oh, now. you're doing great. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all good. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So it's also been nonstop. And, uh, you know, your job's been really going crazy with the Hawaiian class and you want to mm-hmm. take a cooking class. And you want to do all these things with school and everything. So a lot's going on with your life, too, right now. And it's just been really busy to get a podcast out.
3: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. And it's the holiday season. So there's all the fun festive activities as well. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you know, and it sits it sits in the back of my head though, I'm thinking, you know, a lot of a lot of everybody out there that listens to the show is like, Oh, you know, I wait all week for the show and it brings so much joy to my life. I'm Aww. like, is that I'm like, this is real. So the people really love the show, so
3: so we're I f- sorry. Yeah,
0: we're sorry. I feel so bad that like they're waiting.
3: But at least it was it was a holiday, so it was a good excuse. Um, we're still putting it out. We're <laughs> sorry that it's late. We hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes,
0: a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, so our discussion today is going to be obviously about voluntourism, uh, volunteering when you're in Hawaii. But I do want to talk about the fact that Hawaii is having a hard time of it right now. It's really a desperate time for many on the island here. We are really the worst in the country when it comes to unemployment, as well as the highest cost of living. And it's been devastating for Hawaii. And people just usually, you know, they just think of Hawaii as a place to vacation, but they don't, you know, I'm not saying like everyone who listens to the show, they know what's going They're on. They're different. They yeah. know everything that's happening and what's going on. And, and they feel bad for everybody here in ways. Um, But the people who just think of Hawaii as a vacation place, they don't think about what's really going on here right now. They come for vacation and they leave. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they understand. Like, they come here and they have a good time. They live in their little bubble. and They don't understand what's going on here right now. It's really devastating what's happening right here. Right. Um, The leadership and government uh, also hasn't helped between unemployment they, this people still waiting since March to get their first unemployment check.
3: Yeah, we talked about that last time. Yeah, I they, they, have, they
0: still have not gotten their first check. You're talking about people that are owed anywhere from like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars.
3: It's insane. It's
0: crazy, and they can barely make ends meet. Also, with the whole entire thing with rent relief has been a complete disaster, and we talked about that last week. And it's really at this time that giving back. Is more important than ever. Uh, Thanksgiving has been a time to be thankful, and for many here in Hawaii, it's really become a time of desperation. Yeah, I that's mean, true. There was the guy from the Seahawks, um, uh, Lynch. He was people couldn't even believe it. He was he was in Hawaii. He was a football player for the Seahawks, or was. Then he played for the Raiders. He was handing out turkeys, like oh, wow. on the on the like on oh, the gosh. side roads, getting off the highway. Oh. I mean by himself. I think he had gotten someone to help him, but. I'm like, people, like, can't even buy themselves a turkey this year. I know it. So it's, I mean, I know that's happening everywhere in the mainland, but I just hate seeing that here in Hawaii. I know. I just hate seeing that.
3: So before we get into the main topic, yeah. let's take a minute to talk about how we shopped local for Christmas tree this year. Yes. We went to Helimano Farms in Wahiwa, and they had, um, they had Norfolk pine right trees, pines, which are yeah. the Hawaiian pines, and for the first time ever, you decided to get one. So, what do you think?
0: Well, the thing is, <laughs> before we actually get into the farm and how wonderful it was, these trees are hard to get used to, if you're not from here.
3: They're very different. Yes. Very yes. different. But,
0: but, but this year, it was, it was really, honestly, the year to change, so the way we do, we do things.
3: Yeah, and support a local yeah, tree farm. Yeah, and,
0: and support a local um, sustainable uh, tree farm.
3: And let's talk about the sustainable part, because oh, this is so wow. freaking cool. Wow,
0: wow. Um, Now, we've talked about these trees before, I think last year in one of the Christmas podcasts.
3: I think we did too.
0: But what we didn't know is because we never actually went and got one. We didn't know how it works. And, uh, you know, poo-poo on me.
6: Because <laughs> this is I huge. Yeah,
0: because I should have known this because I've been here, living here for 20 years, right? So, the interesting thing about this Hawaiian pine tree is it grows huge, right? But the thing is, is they do not cut it from the bottom like they do other mm-hmm. trees like back home. They cut it about, um, I would say about shoots, six or seven, I would say about six feet off the ground, right? And when they cut it there, that's where you get the tree. And then the tree continues to grow and off shoots into up to two um, new trees. Right. So you so get the top it, of the tree. It. You don't
3: kill it. And you're never killing the tree. It grows back. Oh it's God. amazing.
0: Yeah. And you can get up to two trees out of cutting it about six <laughs> feet high. So you're, it's a sustainable farm and getting these trees, it just, it blew my mind. And I think the guy who cut the tree down was like laughing at us because he's like, oh, these guys got to be new from around here or something. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Little we've been did he know. <laughs>
6: That's so so funny. Why, it was
0: so amazing. So these trees are sustainable; they are not killed. They just regrow, and in three to four years, you have a tree again. Right. And then you cut it again, and then you know another three or four years, it grows again. And or, you cut it again, or
3: if you just leave them, they grow massively high. They grow and massively yeah. high, and that's that. So yeah, whatever. You can't do anything wrong there. It's great. It's yeah. a great option. Yeah.
0: So the Helimano Farms has a great group of people. Um, really nice. Just cutters and people who watch so so really a cutter comes around and takes you guys around the farm Mm -hmm. and you pick and choose and maybe you tell them what kind of trees you're looking for and they help you find that perfect tree.
3: They do, and they cut it for you, and yeah. they put it on your car for you. Yeah. I mean, they do it all. You don't have it's to really do anything. Amazing.
0: You don't have to do anything.
3: Or you can choose a pre-cut tree if that's easier for you We too. didn't want to do that. Right, but you can. Yeah,
0: and they have, actually, they have regular, normal Christmas trees there as well.
3: Mm-hmm. But I just but they grow them, yeah.
0: Yeah, they grow them, but obviously when you cut them, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really recommend trying to go ahead and get this Norfolk Pine Hawaiian tree.
3: Oh my god, so at first, it's beautiful. at first you're going to look at it and be like, wow, that's so different. It's
0: very thin. I mean, it's very thin. No, out.
3: No, it's sparse. It's not thin. What
0: is the right word to use for this tree? Sparse. Okay, because it's a gorgeous-looking tree.
3: It's very, very gorgeous. It's got a, a long, elegant look, and it gets very wide toward the bottom. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe it either. You just have to check out our Facebook page. There's a picture. Yeah. It yeah. is beautiful. It's just really different.
0: Yeah, and it's looking like Christmas village over here now in my house. It really is. So we went ahead and got a train and did a whole scenery underneath the tree, and hopefully, maybe we'll post some pictures of it lit up and everything later on in the you know in the month.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, and some video because this is the first time uh, since I've been a kid that I went ahead and splurged and got us a train.
3: I love the train. I just love <laughs> I love the train.
0: I love the sounds it makes and everything. It sounds just like a real train and. And this is the first time in Hawaii that I've gotten this type of tree. And, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with the tree. Of course. And, but, I, but, in, but in behind, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, I did not kill a tree either.
3: Yeah, it feels good, right? I don't
0: like because this is the, we were very close to getting a Costco tree. <laughs> a fake Costco tree. Yeah. And, you know, we were thinking about that. And let me tell you, those trees are really gorgeous. Um, but the the fake um, Costco tree was four hundred dollars. Right. This tree was seventy five for a, a seven. A seven-foot tree. Yeah, you
3: got a big one for mm-hmm.
0: seventy-five bucks.
3: It's amazing. It's a
0: local tree, supporting a local business, and you don't kill the you know you don't kill the tree.
3: It's totally worth it. Oh my god! And you know, according to Christmas Chronicles Two, it's not <laughs> Santa's village; it's Mrs. Claus's village. Oh, <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out that movie yet on Netflix,
0: yeah. So there's so many movies now that have come out. So. Um, there's a couple of movies that we're going to talk about coming up in uh, the December podcast. We're going to be talking about the Chronicle series, which is one and two. I thought they were very good. I think on Love their own, them. on their own, they stand alone on their own. Totally. Um, but it's great to. I imagine people who have not watched any of them and they get to watch two of them for the first time this year. Yeah,
3: that's fine. Okay,
0: that's gonna be awesome. So we have more also newer movies to be talking about, uh next couple of podcasts. Yeah, we're but jumping ahead. <laughs> we are jumping ahead because we are in the holiday spirit totally. because this year has been has this year has just been really so shitty you know we, we need it we need I the mean, fun yeah and we we were out you know we usually we do get a tree on uh the day after thanksgiving and we did do that mm-hmm. but santa's village here was set up weeks before oh, it was i mean we we, we were going all <laughs> off i mean we had christmas set up for thanksgiving dinner yeah, that's true i felt like it was a Thanks, Miss. You know I what love I mean. Thanks, Miss. Because I don't know how else to look at it.
3: We were even wearing our Santa hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: you know, <laughs> guys, and then we t- we took pictures, and those are going to be coming out uh, that we took for Christmas. Oh yeah. Yeah. I posted them on my shoot. personal personal page. She's going to stop posting on her personal page, and then we're going to be posting them on the Facebook page. And um, you know, this is the year to just get out there, be different, make do your s- own fun. Yeah, make your own fun. Do something fun. Don't let the world. Take you down.
3: Agree. Get out
0: there. Be happy.
3: Totally agree. <laughs> you need it.
0: <laughs> okay, so this week's podcast, we're going to be discussing the Hawaii's tourism industry and how to be more involved in being a part of Hawaii's future in giving back. Voluntourism, uh, you know, I've talked about it a lot. I've talked about it for years, that the, it's really the future of Hawaii travel. If you plan on coming to Hawaii in the future, giving back to the islands will be an essential part of your travel, if you love Hawaii and want the islands to remain in pristine shape for generations to come, it's really going to be the only way Hawaii is going to survive and Hawaii is going to move forward. Now, my personal take on this before we continue this is there's a big group of people. I'm not saying all, everybody, but there's a group of people who don't give back to Hawaii. And then there's a group of people that do. Mm-hmm. And many of our listeners do, and they understand all this. But there's just a group that don't.
3: The people who think of it as just a vacation Just spot. a vacation.
0: And, you know, we, I've discussed this before, that is just not going to be acceptable anymore. Mm-hmm. Hawaii is changing. And if you're going to come here, you're going to have to give back. It's, it's just the way it's going to be because I don't see a sustainable future for tourism here the way things are now unless the people take a personal interest in Hawaii in its future. If you want it to be here, if you love Hawaii, if you love just vacationing on the beach, you're going to have to start giving back if you want to continue to do that for Decades to come.
3: It's true. I mean, Hawaii is in dire straits right now. And yeah, that's all there is to it. So if you love Hawaii, it's time to give back. And I know our patrons do. They do. They, yeah, do. they do. But I, we need everybody to start doing that. We
0: do. Now, our nonprofit 808 cleanups will be teaming up with Hawaii Jeep and Specialty Tours and leading the way for a sustainable future for Hawaii and the introduction of the 808. Voluntourism Jeep Tours. Yay! Yes, very exciting. um, Which will allow guests uh, interested in giving back to the islands the ability to protect and sustain Hawaii's unique ecosystem. Now, these six-hour volunteers will consist of the best Hawaii has to offer. We're going to be doing beach clean... Now, this is the thing. It's not going to be just working your ass off. It's going to be you're going to have fun.
3: Yeah.
0: And you're going to give back.
3: And you're going to sightsee. Yes.
0: You're going to be doing beautiful beach cleanups you're going to be doing waterfall and hiking cleanups.
3: Swimming in waterfalls, how can you go wrong?
0: Yeah. Now, believe it or not, I know it's not your picturesque thing of what you think about, but go. let's say going to the ice ponds and we go there and you dive in the pool below and you swim in the pool, there's going to be a couple of bottles. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a little trash here. Pick it up, we'll get out of there, we'll have a beautiful day, and then for the next person or a group of people who go there, None of that stuff's going to be there, and that's going to make you feel really good. This we left this place in pristine, you know, shape, and we left it in better shape than when we got there, and that's all we want to do. There's no better feeling. There's no better. Yeah, exactly. Because just imagine, you know, for you, you pick it up, you leave, and then you you're going up, you're leaving the hike, and and a family comes down. You know that when they get down there, Mm -hmm. they're not going to see anything of the stuff you picked up, and that's going to make you feel good.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now also. We're going to be doing the removal of invasive plants and planting of indigenous species now this is important because i don't think people understand or even have the concept of what this means 70 percent of all vegetation in hawaii is invasive and it is wiping out and destroying everything that is indigenous in hawaii isn't that, that is crazy bad.
3: i know and the invasive stuff just grows so quickly. Yes. It just overtakes yeah. a lot of areas. It
0: overtakes the uh, indigenous species because the indigenous species, just like the Hawaiians themselves, they're very susceptible to sickness and disease that comes from outside Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So when these invasive species come in, they strangle and wipe out the indigenous ones because they're weak. They're not weak.
3: used to it. Right.
0: They can't handle it. And we need to stop doing that. And we do that everywhere in Hawaii at 808 Cleanups.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, could I just throw in a side note really quickly? See, last weekend I did a hike, Mount Mm Ka'ala. And this was a hike that was a personal goal of mine that I've been really afraid to do because Mm -hmm. it was a little strenuous. So I was really happy I did it. But the best part, my absolute favorite part, was the home stretch when you're getting up to the top and it's all indigenous plants and
0: oh, yeah. oh my god
3: we they're so beautiful I know. like I've just never seen anything like some of these up there
0: okay so you had climbed uh, it's about 4,000 feet above sea level right I think it's like 3,900 and something so it's about 4,000 yeah. feet when you get over I think it's the 2,500 to 3,000 mark on any of the islands you start to see where the invasives have still not reached. Now, this is very, very important because all everything that you see above that altitude is everything that is indigenous. And it is the most amazing forests you've ever seen up there. And that is really our water table. That is really where we get our water supply because everything above 3,000 feet has been created by god i don't know Mm. but it's made to hold and restrain water and then slowly let it go down the mountains a lot of those plants up there and trees like we've talked about i think several times have that fur on it that allows yeah i
3: love it i I couldn't stop feeling them i couldn't stop taking pictures of them
0: yeah so that allows the even if it's not raining it allows the clouds to go through with no rain and the moisture in the clouds the hairs on the trees take the water molecules and then they go down the shafts of the trees and go into the ground and become our water bed wow so that's why there's an area on that hike where you walk on these the, uh, the wood planks yes that's because underneath your feet is 3 feet of mud water it's a, like a huge sponge that you couldn't walk there if, the, if that wasn't there for you.
3: It's crazy, and yeah. I couldn't believe how long that section. I mean, it's like at yeah. least a mile of the. That's planks. our.
0: You were walking on our water supply.
3: Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. so crazy. Yeah.
0: Now, in some areas, like other hikes to that cabin that we've talked about, mm-hmm. many um, there is no wood planks. You have to walk in three to four feet of mud. <gasps> it's up to your knee or thigh, <laughs> wow. and it is. Increases your time on the hike, it doubles it.
3: I'm sure. And
0: it is exhausting. So if you're not prepared for that, good <laughs> Lord Jesus. But um, yeah, so that's uh, one of the main reasons why we have to remove. The invasives, because we cannot allow them to reach up into our mountain ranges.
3: Yeah. So we have to get
0: them down below before it happens.
3: It's too beautiful. It's amazing. It's too important. It's too important too. It's just, it's amazing. And to lose that, oh my God, that'd be just devastating.
0: Yeah. So what we do on these voluntourism tours is we will remove the invasives and we'll plant the indigenous and um, that will sustain the islands in our mountain ranges as well. And it's even better to know that when you come back the following year, the year after, you're going to see your labors. I mean, a lot of our beach restorations are done with the Naupaka, And that is what, you know, keeps our beaches and shorelines together. Mm-hmm. And that is very important. And when you come back in a year or two, you're going to see what you planted and you're going to see how huge it's gotten and how much beach has been saved in a few years because of you.
3: That's important. That's, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, the other thing is Hawaiian restoration. Now, Hawaiian restoration is going to be all about rebuilding Hawaiian fish ponds that are a thousand years old, uh, heiaus, which are Hawaiian temples. You're going to get out and get dirty into the taro fields and plant kalo. Learn about kalo. Maybe make poi and How eat. How cool
3: yeah, yeah. that you get to learn all about the culture yes. while you're doing this yes. important work. Yes,
0: and park restoration because we have a lot of problems with our parks, and we need volunteers to rebuild our parks because we're losing so much beach line so there's a lot of things involved with these tours we're going to be doing they're going to be cheaper than regular jeep tours because you're
3: working
0: because you are doing some work but you also get to visit and go to all these beautiful gorgeous places that, the regular folk won't be able to do.
3: And that's true, because they're not tourist spots that just anybody no, can go to. No, yeah. they're going
0: to be places, some of them run by Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. And you're going to work hand-in-hand hand with the Hawaiians right there. Oh,
3: uh, what an experience. Right? I'm so excited for this tour. Yeah,
0: so it's going to be a great thing that we're going to be launching in July 2021 if all plans fall in place as long as all <laughs> COVID restrictions are lifted.
3: Oh, I hope so. Because
0: you can't be working hand in hand with Hawaiians in the taro fields and
3: right. <laughs> with
0: your masks on. I mean, oh. this is just ridiculous. We can't do that. So, uh, you know, as soon as all restrictions are lifted on COVID, then we're going to start doing this.
3: Yeah, yeah. very excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now in this podcast, we put an amazing list together of who and how you can give back to Hawaii, starting with, obviously, 808 Cleanups. Uh, If you're on an island, you can go to 808cleanups.org and click on the calendar to see what kind of cleanups or restoration projects we have going on for the week. We have volunteers out in the field every day, and one of the greatest things we've created is Adopt-A-Site. Now, Mm -hmm. the uh, the Adopt-A-Site program has been a great success for us. It's like adopting a highway. But with us, you adopt a beach or shoreline or hiking trail or park or park and either volunteer by maintaining the area you adopt or you can donate by picking your favorite place and donating twenty five dollars monthly to the organization for our volunteers to maintain it for you.
3: That is awesome. So those right? of you who can't, who can't be here physically to help out all the time, if you want to help out $25 a month and you can, what a difference that yeah. can make to each of these yeah. areas. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. And all donations are obviously tax deductible,
3: Yay. you
0: know? So if you do plan on doing and wanting to donate $25 a month when you fill out the information, about donating and have it be a repeated thing, you can put in the comments what you want it to go toward, what beach you want to support. Let's say it could be Lani Kai Beach, it could be Kailua Beach,
3: mm. it could be
0: Sandy Beach, it could be any hiking trail that you love and want to make sure that it maintains. Just write down what you want it to go toward and we will maintain it for you.
3: Very awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, if, like we said, if you're unable to do it, uh, if you're unable to do um, a thing where you can, you know, $25 a month, because that I mean, if that can, you can add up for sure. Well, you know, yeah, today, the way everything is going, if you can give $25 a month to take care of a beach here, a hiking trail, we'd truly appreciate it. But if you can't, you can always do a one-time donation of 25 to $50 of course, or whatever of course. you have, whatever yes. you have. And
3: that would be so greatly appreciated yeah, as well. Yeah.
0: Because you guys also understand not only 80-way cleanups, but all nonprofits right now are having a hell of a time. That's true. Because the state is really going to look into what they're going to be granting and what they're not going to be granting over the next three to four years or even five years and they may be cutting a lot of grants for us and yeah. we may have a very very difficult time as well as other nonprofits to survive in the next 5 years so got to think about that too yes yeah, yeah yeah as stated in last week's podcast, we we are doing Giving Tuesday, which was pretty much yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today or whatever. I can't remember. December 1st? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll be doing this for the next two weeks so you can always give. Now, I we already know that many of you from the podcast have given. Uh, given Mahalo. Tuesday, thank you so much. We truly appreciate your generosity.
3: It's so cool to see yeah, our patrons names together. popping up on there as donators. Wow, That's that awesome. just like, yeah, that made my heart happy. Yeah,
0: it's really awesome. Now, this is a new thing for donating exactly, exactly $36 to 808 cleanups starting today, if you want, uh, you'll be getting a shirt a hat and an 808 cleanups grocery tote bag in a package Um, we're going to start doing this all the way to the holidays because we need to raise more money too because it's 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 tough for us right now
3: and this is what you've been working so hard on. this is
0: what I've been working on so hard yeah so men's are going to be a choice of black or tan shirts and hats and women's are going to be white and navy shirts and hats 100% of your $36 donation goes toward 808 Cleanups, a 501c3 environmental nonprofit organization dedicated to protecting Hawaii from mountain to sea, from Mauka to Makai. Very cool. Yeah. So donating exactly $36 will alert us that you are donating to represent the nonprofit with our shirt, hat, and grocery tote bag. Just remember to leave your name and contact information for us to reach you on your shirt and hat color and size uh there's going to be a comment section too so you can go ahead and say you know i'm going to get the shirt in navy blue and i need a large or i need a small or whatever whatever information you think you can put there hats are all the same size so you don't have to put anything for that just put the color of the hat okay and you're good um And yeah, and then we'll go from there and we'll ship it out to you guys as soon as we can. Yay. All right. Also, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, please go to, you can actually just type it in. 808 cleanups and it'll show up right there we got like four thousand forty five hundred volunteers right in the group
3: and the Facebook group is great because you can everybody posts their cleanup so you can monitor and watch as people clean up different areas yeah, and also yeah. there's um, an event that you can follow on the Facebook page so if you don't go to the website you can also find it through there
0: yes very good and now this is a thing that we've been working on for a long time now we're you know we've been growing steadily for the last six years but we want to expand to the mainland.
3: Yes. Right.
0: So here in Hawaii, it's 808 cleanups. But if you're in Boston, it's going to be 508 cleanups or five, or, or, <laughs> six, seven, or 617 cleanups. Wherever you are, your major area code, you can start 808 cleanups with your area code in the state that you live in anytime.
3: That's really cool.
0: Yeah, so if you guys are interested in doing something like that and really want to get behind us, you can do that. And eventually, if you get a group of 20 or 30 people together, we'll make your shirts for you, we'll do everything for you, and then you can start representing just the whole cleanups thing and just spread it across the country. But we haven't had time. We've been so busy with so much going on right now, just blowing ourselves up that we haven't gotten to that point yet. Right. But you guys can also do your own cleanups. And you can you can always take pictures and post them on the 808 cleanups page and and say you know I'm you know we're here cleaning up for 617 cleanups.
3: I love that. Yeah, just and do it. I think if you start posting it, it'll catch on really quickly.
0: Exactly, and then eventually, if you get a good group going, we'll go ahead and we'll build out a page for you on Facebook, and um, you can then be an admin and control it and uh, work with us together. And uh, maybe eventually create a nonprofit in each state.
3: Awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, okay. So first, we'd like to go over two major websites when it comes to volunteering in Hawaii. First, you want to visit TravelToChange.org. This
3: one's fantastic. Is it? Yes. Okay.
0: It's a website dedicated to bringing tourism, small business, and local communities together to benefit the Hawaiian islands it's this is the fun volunteer work
3: right right but you can like you can enter all your information like your island your dates whatever, and like come up with all these different activity choices and there will be some of them will be like cool they'll be like tours kind of like what you're gonna do yeah that you also volunteer and then others will be strictly volunteer work like you can choose whatever you want to do
0: I'm excited that Hawaii is just blowing this up right now we're trying to do as much of this as we can to get the people more involved because you're just going to appreciate the culture the people of Hawaii and the beauty of Hawaii much more than sitting on the beach having a Mai Tai I know a lot of people want to do that and
3: you can still do that too you can still do that <laughs> but
0: take one day is it asking too much to take one day out of your 7 to 14 day vacation to give back to Hawaii and make it better than when you came
3: it'll feel so good it,
0: absolutely now the other one is volunteer match dot org. This site allows inspired people to work on inspiring causes, ranging from working with the homeless to restoration projects. This is more of a social and cultural work.
3: More social, it's a little work. more. Yeah, it's yeah. a little getting deep in there. So this one's less, you know, doing cleanups and that kind of stuff, and more working with maybe homeless population yeah. or people in need. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Which is so important here as well.
0: Yeah, we have a huge problem with homelessness. You know, homelessness here, and it's getting worse every day. I don't, after this COVID thing, man, I don't know if it's going to double our homelessness. I know. So, we really need people to, if you're a cook, come out and cook yes, for the homeless. Exactly. That's exactly yeah, what this yeah, website yeah. is. Yeah, anything that you can do to feel that you've done something for the local people is just an amazing feeling when you leave. Like, you know, you've done something amazing for Hawaii, you've built a new connection to Hawaii. 'Cause people who just come here on vacation, spend a little money, go to the beach, have a drink. Where is their connection to Hawaii? Yes. Just because you spend money on a vacation doesn't mean doesn't mean you have a connection to you're Hawaii. You're not, now. you're not. No.
3: You need to go a little deeper. Exactly. And you know, I was on a Facebook page recently and somebody commented and they called home they're talking about homeless people, but they yep. called them houseless people. Houseless. I just loved that. Houseless I think it's a people. better word. It's like homeless <laughs> has such a negative horrible connotation to it yeah and a lot of the homeless people here are really good people who just They're really can't good make people. it yeah so I thought that was really nice and that
0: brings up the thing that we've been trying to do here and what I've been talking about on the big island is building tiny homes yes people do not live need to live in three to four thousand foot homes. They just don't. I mean, there's a lot of people out there, you know, I've seen some uh, Facebook posts and there's a 12,000 square foot gorgeous home with seven car garage up in the mountains of Colorado. and They said, Oh, wouldn't you love to live in this? Um, no. <laughs> it's too what much. are you doing with your life? If you really want that, then I don't understand because you could have a gorgeous, gorgeous 1200 to 2000 square foot tiny home. And all that money you've saved, you could do so much good with it. That's true. I really believe the people, everybody listening to this podcast, if you come down to it, and you you have millions of dollars, I know that everybody listening would do good things with that money. Oh, they wouldn't yeah. just spend it on themselves right. and just live in a friggin' mansion up on the top of the mountain. That's just not the way the people are that listen to this show, and it's not the way we are.
3: Totally agree. Yeah.
0: So we need to build for the homeless here tiny homes. We, we need do. to have tiny home communities. And they're slowly getting into it. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. I
3: think it's a great initiative for sure. It's the,
0: it's the cross between rich people living here and having million dollar homes and wanting their retail value values to be up high and having a tiny home community next door right they don't want that right it's time for them to wake up and accept it they
3: can't fight that no people need somewhere to live yes
0: and those will be good communities for those people and when you give them some dignity and you allow them to take care of their own tiny home and you give them a roof you'll be amazed yeah you really will be
6: amazed
3: Hey, I added yeah. a third website. Yeah, and this one's a little bit different, so it's not quite the same as the first two. But it's the Hawaiian Islands website, so it's www. gohawaii. com/voluntourism.
0: Yes, that's their most famous website.
3: This one is also fantastic, and it's put together by the state of Hawaii, so this is not a national site like the others, and it just lists out all these different volunteerism opportunities, so it highlights a bunch of them in particular, but it also allows you to search, so you can search by island, your vacation dates, and what type of volunteerism you're interested in, and it comes up with an awesome list, so check that one out too. All
0: right, awesome. Okay, so we're going to go to a break, we're going to do a couple of ads, and we're going to go to our song. Kyle, Ahern, Island, Girl. And we'll be right back.
4: All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating
0: to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast
3: and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life and thank you so
4: much for your support.
2: She's the best of both worlds like no other. Island girls never need no diamonds. Full of culture and inspiration. She rise a early. She needs a coffee. After I do to save reefs? After that, she plant trees. Intelligent, strong, beautiful and divine. Island girl.
5: Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and 808 Cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 Environmental Nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal. Saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org.
3: Okay, we are back. We're back. And let's get into our (laughs) list for volunteering while in Hawaii. Obviously, this is not a complete list. Oh, no. (laughs) Because it's never ending. So if you're looking for even more opportunities than what we discussed here today, just go ahead and do a search. This is just to get
0: you pumped up.
3: Yeah, this is to get you excited. And this is some of them that really resonate with us. But there are so many out there. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first couple I'm going to mention are... um, very popular ones as well. So there's Sustainable Coastlines Hawaii. We work with them. Yeah, you work very closely mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done events with them as well. And this is based out of Oahu, mostly. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of the beach cleanups and outreach programs similar to what 808 Cleanups does. And they are a grassroots local nonprofit organization. They do everything from waste diversion to public awareness campaigns. And they inspire communities to care for their environment through fun, hands-on cleanups.
0: They have like every month they have like, well, before COVID and everything, they Mm -hmm. have like a big one month party events you so know, I they did do that those. before Yeah, how'd that go?
3: They did one on Easter d- Easter morning and like my a, friends and I did and it Like DJs and shit? Do oh. they have, like
0: DJs and stuff? It was huge, Music festivals? <laughs>
3: yes, it was like a huge cleanup across, <laughs> I wish we had that money <laughs> It was across all the Windward beaches so it was probably like, I don't know maybe 10 different beaches Damn But they bus you there to, you pick which beach you want to go to there's like a meeting spot yeah. where you sign in and everything then um, you pick your spot you go with your friends they bus you there mm-hmm. and you do your cleanups and they have meetings music. Yeah, they have live music, they have food, they have everything. Yeah.
0: Now, I have nothing against them at all. They're a great organization. Right. But we, I, you know, our executive um, director, Michael, right? Michael Lofton. Mm-hmm. He's like that no thrills type of, he's like, why are we spending money on buses and DJs? And I understand. Let's put that into the let's put that into the actual things that we're doing and you know? actually yeah
3: put all the money toward the cause we're just
0: different they, no, they, no, i'm it. not saying they're bad i'm I just saying it. they're different
3: so this yeah they had like um yoga going <laughs> on on the lawns and stuff so <laughs> they try to mix the fun into yeah, it but i which agree which is cool which is cool yeah but i agree i yeah. mean yeah i totally get where mike's coming <laughs> from too <laughs> And then there's another similar one called Surfrider. Oh Foundation. yeah they're, right. Now, Surfrider is bigger because it's Oahu Maui, Hawaii Island, and Kauai. Based. yeah,
0: they're they're really huge. They have yes. a lot backing them, yeah.
3: And Surfrider Foundation is dedicated to the protection and enjoyment of the world's oceans, Mm -hmm. waves, and beaches for all people through a powerful activist network. Now, this is actually, now that I think about it, I think it's a nationwide program.
0: I think it is everywhere. Surfrider, yeah. Yeah. They're really big.
3: But same kind of a thing. They have scheduled events. So when you're on vacation, if you want to check theirs out, you can look at their calendar as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Sierra Club of Hawaii. Oh,
0: yes. Very well known here. And again, yeah.
3: another national organization. The Hawaii Club is based out of Oahu. Yep. And they have 50 years under their belt. Oh,
0: yeah. All about hiking with these guys.
3: Yeah. So they work to advance climate solutions, act for justice, get outdoors, and protect Hawaii's land, water, air, and wildlife.
0: Yes. They're very uh, political they as well. They do a well. lot. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Which is, they're the most political of these groups um us at away cleanups now i want to be political but everybody we've come to an agreement on our board of directors that <laughs> let's not get too crazy with politics <laughs> so but these guys you know if you want to get behind something they're very supportive of certain things yes yeah so they go down to legislature and they they, they discuss and very have formal yes very formal yeah i love I'm these gonna, guys
3: uh, i'm gonna go through a couple of the things that they do because i think it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so One of them is neighbor island service trips, and these trips provide unforgettable opportunities for volunteers to get outside and get involved through projects that seek to preserve and maintain Hawaii's unique ecosystems. Mm -hmm. They work in cooperation with state, federal, and private environmental agencies to plan and conduct service projects throughout the island. So this, you know, you just have to kind of keep your eyes open, and as they pop up, you can sign up if you happen to be in the area. Right. Um, But by joining one of their service trips, volunteers get an opportunity to explore parts of Hawaii not always accessible to the public, Uh meet new people, and take part in preserving and protecting natural species. Yeah, so
0: when you you hook up with a lot of these different organizations, there's a good chance you'll be going and doing things that just a normal Joe can't do. Right, you just can't access. Yeah.
3: They also have the Malama tree crew. Cool. And this is their reforestation. Mm -hmm. They also do, oh gosh, what is this? Carbon sequestration? Do you know what that is?
0: I would assume it has something to do with the carbon in our air. Yeah. Building more oxygen by reforesting.
3: That's fascinating. Okay. And then native plant restoration projects. and this is across all the islands and um their main point here is that you know the projects happen but they need help with the maintenance piece so when you come maybe you can help with the maintenance piece of it
0: yeah yeah now I, i would assume that you can do anything also if you want to get involved with these nonprofits, you can do it from your home where you live if it's clerical you know anything that's involving computer stuff if you have skills in that i bet you you could call these guys up and say do you need any help here and there that's awesome. And, and they, would, and they sure. would probably say, yes, thank you so much. Yes, you can help us. Uh, and they would probably give you some work to do as a volunteer. They so would, don't think that you can't do something just because you're not here. you're yet. not here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. they'd
3: be thrilled for that if yeah. you have those tech skills. Absolutely. Exactly. If you are here and working on that maintenance piece for them, you might be watering, weeding, cleaning debris around debris yep. around mm-hmm. recently planted trees. So, yeah, that's all kind of stuff you can do, too. Cool, cool. And then we have Leia. Yep. Is that right?
0: Holo Actually, that's very good. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Your Hawaiian's getting better
0: all the time. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> you know the funny
3: thing about taking an online course is like my grammar is getting really good, but I don't actually like say it out loud that much yeah. cuz it's all online. I'm right. not in person. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this is actually one of the tour ones so you can tour Loco in Fish Pond yeah. and this is in Hali'iwa.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
3: it's through the Loco Ea Foundation, and they welcome you to visit the fish pond to learn fish and give back through restoration of the land in a way that is meaningful and connects you to a place.
0: That's what's important. So
3: you would be paying for the tour and also helping out. But if... The tour is not your cup of tea. Mm. They also have what they call Ohana days at Lokoia Fish Pond. So you just register for a day and volunteer for the day instead. Okay, cool. So you could do either one. Totally yeah. up to you.
0: Now these fish ponds, you guys have to understand. You know, this is the we're talking about ancient Hawaii here. Yeah, we're talking about anywhere from 500 to 1,000 years old. These fish ponds usually. it's incredible. So yeah, it's an amazing thing and how the Hawaiians uh, designed them and created them. And uh, if you do go to Hawaii Specialty tours, uh, dot com, you can see the videos that we've posted right now on our voluntourism page because we've just posted it about the tours. And we have Kimiona, Ugh. which is our outreach. Uh, he's incredible. Director.
3: What he's done. He's
0: Hawaiian and he's Kanakamali, and he discusses how everything is built, how the heiau temples are built, how the fish ponds are built, and how. There's like four or five different kinds of rocks to build and use in certain areas. And they each have a name and they each have to be used at a certain point in the building. Wow. So you have to know
3: this. So you will learn so much through your volunteerism. Yes. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kimiuna has just done an incredible job. He's done an incredible
0: job. We're very fortunate and very lucky to have him in the organization. Absolutely. Yeah. We need more Hawaiians on our board and more Hawaiians. To...
3: Passion.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly.
3: For sure. <laughs> so one of my favorite ways to give back and volunteer whale counts in the winter. Absolutely. That's I've, a fun one. I've done this and I just love it. You can get it. a tan
0: and count whales at the same time. <laughs>
3: I just am so mesmerized by (laughs) whale watching. So um, I love this one. So there's two different ones. The first one is the biggest one, but it's Maui only. And this is an annual great whale count.
0: Yeah. Now Maui has more whales than the other islands because you guys have to understand once Maui was Maui Nui. Maui Nui was on one island. We've talked about this maybe once before. Uh, Maui Nui was uh, Lanai, Molokai and maui right and then they sunk a little bit and uh there's very shallow waters between the three islands now the whales are there mostly because of the shallow waters that are different than oahu and the other islands
3: gotcha yeah Yeah, maui is a spot to be that is the spot for whales so anyway this activity brings volunteers together to count whales from shore as part of a long-term survey of humpback whales in hawaii This event provides a snapshot of trends in relative abundance of whales and is one of the world's longest running community scientist projects. That's really cool. That's awesome. Have you
0: heard if the whales are coming back yet? Do you know?
3: They're back. People are posting pictures already. So they're here. The whales are here. Okay, right on. Yeah, and I mean, they're really here. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, and then we have the Sanctuary Ocean Count, and this is the one I do. It's on Oahu, Hawaii Island, and Kauai.
0: Awesome
3: the Sanctuary Ocean Count is a signature education outreach and citizen science project that the hump, that the Hawaiian Islands Humpback Whale National Marine Sanctuary Jesus, a long know, hosts annually but it's a great event mm-hmm. Ocean Count serves to promote public awareness about humpback whales, the sanctuary, and shore-based whale watching opportunities in the Hawaiian Islands. Awesome. The count is conducted three times per year during peak whale season and provides a snapshot of humpback whale sightings from the shoreline. So the way it works, Mm -hmm. um, it's like once a month for the three months, so that's three times a year. During the winter, participants tally humpback whale sightings and document the animal's surface behavior during the survey, which is from... 8 a.m. to noon and there's okay. a whole bunch of different spots you can choose yeah. to go do it across the you different islands and you like to go
0: over to on oahu where's the spot um spitting caves
3: spitting caves is where i did it yeah it was and very cool
0: lanai lookout uh, is it lanai uh, um yeah yeah right on mm-hmm.
3: um so yeah that's a really great one to do super fun if you haven't witnessed the whales right right in hawaii <laughs> All right, so sticking with the animals, we have Honolulu Zoo Society, and this one is on Oahu as Mm -hmm. well. Established in 1877, the Honolulu Zoo emphasizes Pacific tropical island ecosystems and traditional values of ho'okipa, or hospitality, and malama, or caring. The zoo focuses on improving conservation through research, education, and meaningful experiences for the community. Right on. As a volunteer, you can assist with conservation initiatives, educating visitors, helping with maintenance, and more. And you'll get to work outdoors in a lush tropical environment. How can you beat that?
0: (laughs) I'll tell you, the zoo has had a lot of issues raising funds. So any volunteer work with the zoo would be great. I did not know it's been around for well over 100 years.
3: Yeah, I know. I didn't know that either.
0: Yeah. So now usually when a species is invasive here, like some people bring in animals that are invasive, they somehow get them in here.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, If
0: they're captured, they're brought to the zoo and taken care of. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now here's the downfall or the tricky part it's a hardcore volunteer opportunity yeah baby because they want you to commit to three to six months oh. to get accepted as a volunteer <laughs> okay. so you no vacationing to, for you then so it's more like rather than a vacation you're going to move here for six months yeah. to do this and okay. but you're only i i think you're working for like i said maybe i don't know five hours a week or ten hours a week or okay. something they just want you here long term okay okay but it's still pretty cool yeah right on Next up, we have the Humane Society and on Maui, Kauai and Hawaii Island, but I guess not Oahu, (laughs) um, they let you, visitors or residents, take shelter dogs on walks, hikes or to the beach for the day. Sweet. So these excursions not only give the animals some exercise on their day out, but you could always end up adopting a new friend too.
0: Yeah, you can come by my place and adopt my parrots for the day. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> although I don't think you'll have fun with Escobar,
3: <laughs> oh, but Lees so sweet. Yeah, Lees different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just wanted to mention Oahu SPCA. They might do something similar to Yeah, I
0: worked with I worked with them before. We did uh, hikes for homes, right? And we would just used to, used to take the dogs out on a long hike, and at the end of the day, some of them would be adopted. So wow. it's really cool.
3: I love it. And they're a no kill shelter, so they're special. Yeah,
0: no kill shelter and they don't take money from the state, so they're all funded by donations. Wow. So if you were to help one or the other, I don't know, help both.
3: But no kill <sighs> no kill shelter makes no-kill it special. No kill shelters does too. make it special, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish we could start up the hikes for homes again. I mean, I know. we just need more time, but oh, I would love that.
0: I know. I, w- I wish we could too, but it's just been there's so much going on. Yeah, <laughs> so
3: much going on. All right. So next up, we have Hawaii Wildlife Center on Hawaii Island. Nice. This is for the birdies. Right. So if you want to save the birds. The most isolated population center in the world is the home of the most active volcano on the planet and mm. arguably the wettest spot on Earth. Mm-hmm. No place has more bird species under threat of extinction. Do you know that 95 of the state's 142 endemic birds have already been lost?
0: Yeah, that's... uh it's just unfortunate we're losing a lot of the local species here but that's no really different honestly than around the world where we're we're losing hundreds i don't know how many species a day around the world so hawaii is just a micro mm -hmm. thing of that showing what's going around the rest of the world
3: it is devastating yeah so the Hawaii Wildlife Center treats different species of sick, starved, disoriented, and injured native birds, as well as endangered Hawaiian hore, hore bat.
0: Yeah. yeah, and the alala.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> Which it's the alala.
0: The, it's the Hawaiian crow. Now that is extinct in the wild, but they are raising them right now in captivity, hoping to release them soon.
3: Oh, good.
0: Uh, yeah, the Hawaiian crow is a pretty magnificent animal, and so is the hore bat. Yeah. Uh, the Hawaiian owl, the Hawaiian hawk, those yeah. are all essential for Hawaii as well. And we have a little
3: if friend with us today, her. Li'i. Speaking of birds, say hi, Lee'i. See, Mwah.
0: We, we, we love animals here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway, volunteers are not actually able to interact with the animals in rehab, but each aviary has a camera in it so visitors can see and learn about the birds, which... Will all ultimately be released. Oh, sweet. Activities, the volunteer activities may include cleaning and organizing the bird habitats, some of which feature shallow pools for the birds to wade in. Nice. And volunteer hours are very flexible. Good. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that'd be a cool thing to do.
3: And here's another amazing one on Hawaii Island we have the Hawaii Volcanoes National nice. Park. Protecting some of the most unique cultural, geological, and biological landscapes in the world, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park encompasses two of the planet's most active volcanoes, Mauna Loa and Kilauea. If you're interested in volunteering in the park, you have a lot of choices. You can help preserve the volcanic environment by restoring forests, removing invasive species, helping with research, educating visitors, and more. Yeah, right,
0: you can remove all the tourist rock piles.
3: Oh my gosh, right? Oh my God.
0: And they usually take like shells and stuff and make words in the volcanic rock areas, you know, where it's like a black sand. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's natural graffiti. So if you can get in there and stop that too, you know, help volunteer to do those things.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And then switching over to Maui, we have Haleakala National Park. Nice. Nice. And Haleakala National Park is a very rare and sacred place. The park provides visitors with an unforgettable hike through bamboo forests, volcanic environments, and wild coastlines. Another
0: beautiful thing to do. Absolutely. See, these things are gorgeous, fun, and you're giving back.
3: That's the thing. Why wouldn't
0: you do these things? I would say, my God, if you're planning on a vacation to Hawaii, you've got to say like 75% of people that plan a vacation to Hawaii don't plan any of this stuff. They don't even think about this stuff. They don't think of it. Yeah, they don't know
3: this is something that exists, and it does, and we need to get the word out there. We definitely need to spread the word. Right. So as a volunteer in Haleakala Parks, um, you'll work alongside National Park Service staff. That's awesome. Helping conserve the park and educate guests. Duties might include monitoring endangered bird populations, picking up litter, maintaining trails, and more. That's great. How fun is that? Yeah. And you learn so much. Right. All right. So next up, we have Malama, Hawaii. All right. Lee, you want to take this one? You're being pretty loud down there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Malama, Hawaii is Take a Trip That Gives Back. Right on. In an effort to inspire mindful travel, industry partners and volunteer organizations across the state have come together with an initiative that encourages visitors to leave Hawaii better than when they arrived. Always the goal, right? Yep volunteer projects range from reforestation and tree planting to self-directed beach cleanups ocean reef preservation and creating hawaiian quilts for our kapuna oh, or elders wow.
0: creating hawaiian quilts
3: that's amazing man if you can yes.
0: learn how to do that i know oh man
3: and you can make them for our kapuna or that elders is awesome By making a positive impact, you'll have a more enriching travel experience, as we've been saying. And here's the cool part. You can even enjoy a free extra night from participating hotels. Now,
0: I heard that. I heard that hotels now, actually, it's funny that you mentioned just this. Mm -hmm. But I heard recently in this whole thing to where when you start coming to Hawaii in 2021, that they're going to really try to push this on you guys. Yes to contribute and give back, but they're obviously giving you an incentive. Incentive, yes. And their incentive will be that we'll give you an extra free night. And a free I night
3: in a lot of resorts, that's a big deal. It's like three to four hundred dollars or more. Really big deal. Exactly. The volunteer opportunities and perks will look really different depending on which partner you go through. But, like I said, you can earn a free night stay in many of the participating resorts. So we're not going to actually read the list because it's very long and it's um, separated by island, but we will post it on the podcast blog.
0: Yeah, we're going to put it on the blog.
3: Um, So check it out if you want to see a full complete list of um, all of the places. It's not just hotels, but all of the places in Hawaii that are participating in this. And if
0: there's resorts, then get your free night. Yeah, for sure.
3: (laughs) Next we have the Institute for Human Services. Now this may be one of the le- like lesser fun volunteer right. experiences, but probably one of the more important ones if you truly want to give back. The Institute for Human Services moves people out of homelessness and into stable housing. It began as a peanut butter ministry in 1978. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I know.
0: Offering.
3: <laughs> so they offered sandwiches and coffee to unsheltered individuals. Okay. Today, the nonprofit is a multi-service center. And they have an intent focus on ending the cycle of homelessness, which Good. is so important. here. The IHS, it's called for short, provides food, shelter, and a variety of supportive services such as health care, specialized case management, and children and family programs. Nice. They also, also offer employment assistance. Volunteer positions include administrative support, kitchen help employment assistance, after-school tutoring, and more. Or, if you're a medical professional or lawyer, you can volunteer in healthcare or legal services. Nice. So it's pretty awesome. Similarly, we have the Waikiki Health Center, which right was on. established in 1967. And that's where I go. Yeah, that's cool, that's where yeah. your doctor is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they operate what's called Next Step Shelter in Honolulu. Right on. The facility offers vital services such as emergency shelter, job training, housing placement assistance, and medical care referrals. Right. The Next Step Shelter is always welcoming volunteers to assist with all sorts of tasks, such as preparing meals, renovating the facilities, and spending time with the older residents. So, when it's not a pandemic, you can just go give your time. How wonderful. Yeah,
0: and you guys have to understand, you know, if you're planning on coming out anytime soon, I would assume most of these things are not active right now. Correct. Yeah, not until, you know...
3: Some of them have modifications, like things yeah. you can do in groups of under five with masks and right. PPE, but a lot of them are just not running right now. Yeah,
0: like even my nonprofit, we're doing uh, private, you know, mm-hmm. cleanups and stuff, which is, you know, one to five people, but right. we're not doing the big things that we were doing before. So most of these things probably won't be fully active again to maybe not until the summer, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, moving on. We have Hale Ho'okipa Inn in Maui. All right. Volunteers can donate their time and work to worthy causes in Hawaii and earn a 5% discount on their stay at the Hale Ho'okipa Inn Maui Bed and Breakfast. There are so many volunteer opportunities to choose from here. So I was going to list them out, but then it was just never ended. And I was like, wow, just go check out their website. It lists everything and it has a link you can click on to see everything. And oh my gosh, the opportunities range from caring for farm animals in Haiku cool. to restoring dry land forests on the slopes of Haleakala to removing invasive plants or gardening at botanical gardens or clearing hiking trails. There is just everything Man, it's and anything. Right on. And yeah, you can choose from any of these. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Check out their website. And then we have the Na'ala Halei Trail and Access System across all islands.
0: Now, this is a organization, too. Yeah, so why don't we speak a little
3: bit? Because you have a friend. We,
0: yeah, we've worked with them, uh, and we have some people that work for them, and they really do a great job of maintaining our trail system.
3: They're incredible. They're
0: incredible. They do all the signage. They maintain all the trails. They, you know, A lot of the times when you go onto the trails, you're going to find these footsteps of wood and everything. They put all those in where it's kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. So they really maintain the trail system here, and uh, they need more money. They need more volunteers, and they need more money to support them because the state just doesn't, state doesn't give them enough money right. that they need, I and it's a shame.
3: I don't know how they do what I they have do no idea. with what they have. I have no
0: idea. So these, yeah, these guys go in, they blaze and continue to maintain the trails, mm-hmm. and they carry all this equipment up the trail with them to maintain it for us. I
3: can't imagine.
0: It's a lot more work than just doing a hike, let me tell you.
3: Um, And so they have big group events once in a while. You have to monitor their website or sometimes it pops up on the, what is it, the DLNR? DLNR. Website. Um, But when there's new hiking trails about to open, they Mm. want people to come just do Run throughs first, right. and sometimes they have across different islands they'll have um they'll ask for groups to help with different um whatever the need is for yeah, a certain hiking exactly. trail, so just keep your eyes open again. It might not be happening right now, but if they do need the help and you happen to be here, that's a really cool organization to cool. help out yeah, and yeah. if not, if you want to help them financially, I'm sure they would very much appreciate yes, that too yes
0: they, they they deserve every penny they
3: get absolutely, right oh, this next one is so fun. It's called REEF, Mm -hmm. and it actually stands for REEF Environmental Education Foundation. Wow,
0: that is cool. On
3: Maui. Awesome. And with a few hours of training, you will become a valuable source of information for marine conservation. Right on. You'll be responsible to record your sightings from your dive and snorkel adventures, (laughs) and that data will become available to the public on the REEF website. That is so cool. That's awesome, isn't it? That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so fun. I mean, who doesn't go snorkeling anyway? Just make your your snorkeling count. Yeah, yeah. Data.
0: And, and eight away cleanups. We also do that at the marina uh, research pier.
6: Yeah. Uh,
0: now that's on Sundays, and we do clean up and we go snorkeling and clean under the ocean and stuff like that. So we do those things too. So if you wanted to do that, uh, we could put that in. We could put that in for your day on your voluntourism.
3: Awesome! I think that's fantastic for sure. Yeah, yeah. If if you guys,
0: yeah, if you guys want to go snorkeling too, if you're a private group of like uh, four to six people, and let's say you want to give back by, you know, snorkeling all day or cleaning up the bottom of the ocean, we can we can we can work on setting that up for you. Okay. Right on. Awesome koolave
3: so I added that one I didn't know if we wanted to talk about it or not well,
0: Ko'o, yeah koolave island Reserve commission and eight-way cleanups now our trip to koolave was cancelled because of covid
3: but what is what is it it's it's, Tell it's everybody yeah, what Ko, is Ko'olawe?
0: well koolave is an island is another island off the coast of Maui it's
3: like only seven miles away yeah, yeah yeah
0: and it was uh it was the trading port for all the islands where all the chiefs and their uh their you know their villages Would a lot of the higher-ups would go and trade and exchange uh from you know stuff from all the islands and you know once america came here it got blown up they decided to blow the island up and uh (sighs) we've talked about this before we gotta do a show just on koalave we're going to and Yeah, we should do just a we should do we should do one show we don't have to do one we can do like a two-part yeah half and half and um you know, they, they decimated the island where the radiation levels have finally gone down to where people can go and start rebuilding now. But they leveled the island where nothing grows on it now. But they're slowly bringing it back. The radiation levels have pretty much essentially gone now.
3: But the Hawaiians had to fight really hard for that, yeah?
0: Oh, the islands? Oh, of course the Hawaiians have fought for that. I mean, I cannot believe that they've... The, the America destroyed... But, that, you know, what America has destroyed a few islands the in Puerto Rico. A beautiful Hawaii island, I know. They've destroyed... Uh, you know, the, the American government has destroyed islands in Puerto Rico, across the Pacific. Pacific. They've, you know, destroyed koolave So unfortunately, now the Hawaiians are rebuilding it and you can go ahead and get involved with the koolave Island Reserve Commission and then do this program. Now, will you be able to do it while you're here on vacation? I don't, it's going to be you very ha- difficult to set up.
3: No, you would actually have to plan a separate vacation yeah, for this for and you this. won't know your deeds. No, you're
0: not going to know. And, you know, you literally get on a boat, you jump off the boat. So cool. And you swim to shore, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you start your, your uh, you know, your volunteerism. So. And
3: it's, it's, ex- it's pricey, it's, it's easy, too. Yeah, right? yeah. It's not free. It's, it's, it's not free. Yeah, it's you pay free. for it
0: because they, because they feed you and take yes. care of you and give you shelter while you're there. So it's pretty cool to be that deeply involved with the local community and the Hawaiian community. And you really feel like you're part of something highly I special.
3: I wanna do this more than anything in the world. Yeah, it is yeah. like my number one bucket list item now that I wanna do someday. It's not, yeah. it's not really happening because of COVID right now. Right. Um, and it's also, I think like a couple years wait list. <laughs> yeah, you
0: have a likability of doing this as you would on getting on the ground of Niihau. These two islands are really, truly forbidden. So for you to get to either one, you either have to enter this program to get on the land of Ko'olave. And if you want to get on the ground of Ni'ihau, you have to pay $10,000 to go on a hunting excursion with the indigenous people.
6: Oh, my God.
0: So it's a lot cheaper than that to go to Colavé, yeah. but because Jeez, on yeah yeah the Robinson family wants you to totally give back if it's you go to Neihau, so you you hunt whatever local indigenous species there are there. I think it's like certain sheep and longhorn and certain deer, and then you bring it back to the actual indigenous village and give it to them, and you get to meet. I mean, it's just itch. <laughs> like these people don't know what year it is. Wow. Over there, I mean, they don't have watches, they don't have phones, they don't have—they don't know what glasses are. What a
3: way to live, though. I mean, I yeah, love it.
0: I mean, so you when you go and meet them over there, you can't bring any of these products with you, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to keep them your phone shut off and things like that. So it's just an amazing thing. But to give back and to do these things is just so so. Either incredible. one,
3: I think it would be a memory of a lifetime. Oh, absolutely. But for the Co'olave, just know that you need to sign up and probably wait a few years. Yeah. <laughs> and just hope for the best. Exactly. But hopefully
0: we'll hopefully eight cleanups will be right back there next April.
3: Do you think Around so? March and April,
0: yes. Okay. Now, the thing is, is you can probably, you could sign up with us. You could be included in that. Like, if you were to donate money to us and then contribute to the cost of what it's going to cost to get you there, we could put you on a list yes. of the 20, 30 people that 808 Cleanups is going to go with I'm and in. get on there. Yeah, you're in, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, come um, join us. That would yeah, be amazing. Yeah. So, that's our voluntourism podcast. So, thank you very much for listening and for everybody who chooses to come here. Uh, wants to come here or wants to donate to Hawaii for good causes. We truly appreciate that you do that. Uh, we hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving personally. Like we said, I'm calling it Happy thanksness. <laughs> Uh especially this year. It, it just feels different. and it Everyone does. everyone with the shitty year we've had is, is really getting into the Christmas spirit early this year. Like we have houses decorated up and down the I streets.
3: I was going to say driving here like at the at beginning night. of November. Yeah, I mean, it's all lit up. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: The Aloha Life hats have arrived. Yay! I have them. Yes, they're here. Uh, we're just waiting on the shirts, and then we're going to go to the printer's. Um, I, I talked to the printer and because this is going to be the most expensive shirt you guys are going to be wearing or the ones that we're going to be producing because we're printing on the front, the back, and the shoulder. Yeah. So this, this we, we can't it's do so this special. again. You guys better enjoy these shirts because the next shirts <laughs> we're going to do, it's just probably going to be on the front or maybe the back, but this is going to be a very, this is actually, this is more expensive than I thought it was going to cost. <laughs> so you guys better wear these shirts and you better show them off to the world. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And
3: I mean, they're. they're. They're going to look awesome. They're going to look
0: awesome, yeah. For the month of December, it will be all Christmas podcasts, so get ready for some holiday cheer, and we're doing all positive shows.
3: Yes. You
0: know, unless something horrible happens. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, (laughs) they won't, so it's going to be very positive. Now, this is the schedule we're going to be doing, so please listen up. We're going to be doing holiday podcasts for December 7th, the 14th, and our free one will be on the 21st of December, the week of Christmas. And then we're going to be taking an extended vacation break and returning on January 15th for our first New Year podcast and our official 100th Aloha Life episode.
3: Wow, our 100th episode. That's so exciting and so fun. I know.
0: So we have to figure out what we're going to do for that podcast. It's got to be very special. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, But yeah, we really needed this extended break just with everything that's been going on. And uh, we, we just need some time off. And the truth is also is the Ali'i Mo'i, some of our top patrons of the show, are coming out to Hawaii the first week of January. So yeah, we, we want to be time able to off. spend time. Yes, so we need that time off to spend time with our patrons here that are coming out to Hawaii. So it's going to be pretty awesome.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the last song we're going to be listening to, to S. Dib, Midnight Hour. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Ready?
3: I'm ready. Shoot.
0: Shoot. See you all next week. Aloha. All right. Aloha.
5: I'd like to dedicate this song to the ukulele. My best friend, y'all. of aloha it's all the above. all the good yeah so that officer right way range aloha whether it's porno still the same I don't care how you look at it it's still aloha be porno be righteous